The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Welcome to Animation Conversation Weekly for September 24th, 2009. I am Alan Dahl-Saxel. And my name is Morten Overly. And we will be guiding you through the show. Today on ACP, we will talk about news-related stuff, of course, related to the animation industry, and give you an update on this year's Cartoon Forum in Stavanger. Yes, and this week's classic movie review is Disney's The Three Caballeros. Hola. My uh, Spanish isn't that great, or Mexican, or whatever. <laughs> um, but first, here's this week's animation conversation news. I was so thrilled this week. I officially have a new favorite website. <clears throat> Sorry, oh, yeah? my voice is cracking up here. Over all the enthusiasm. No, you're, it, um, you're, you're, you're close to crying. Yes, I actually had tears in my eyes. Yeah. Um, there's a website called PencilTestDepot.com, and you should just bookmark it straight away. It's uh, exactly what it kind of says. It's, it's basically a collection of line tests. And in my opinion, there's nothing more beautiful than line tests. And apart from making me cry, they always make me wish I could really draw. I mean, and it's, <laughs> it contains stuff from... Um, I've seen your sketches. <laughs> yeah. Not that bad. Uh, anyways, it contains stuff <laughs> from legends like Frank Thomas, Glenn Keane, James Baxter, McCall, and Ollie Johnson, and a whole lot more. Uh, yeah, it's cool. um, there's so much stuff to learn from these pencil tests. Um, uh, the the website's pretty new, and but it updates pretty regularly. Uh, Are there and, videos? Yeah, yeah, it's they're all videos. Just uh, YouTube the line, tests. Uh, line tests tests, or do they host mm. anything locally? I, uh, now you got me. I'm not exactly sure, hmm. um, but um, I'm gonna have to. Uh, you should. You out. have to check it out. It's it's uh, it's it's a it's a great. Um, what would you say? A tool or a res- it's a it's a tremendous yeah. resource. Um, I'm not sure if there's 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 been a few websites earlier that have kind of touched upon this, but this is uh it's just amazing you should put on your geek hat and start framing through uh these line tests there's so much great stuff to look at and uh, you're stupid if you don't check it out um <laughs> and it's definitely worth uh, a few minutes just to check out and uh, yeah i'll check it out definitely whenever i have a free minute um over at the animation uh, blog, uh, they uh, the guy who makes it uh, made a great recap of some Disney and Pixar news that's uh, been uh, floating around the web uh, this week. Interesting. Yes, I didn't have to do the recap. I just uh, stole it from him. And uh, this oh, is man. all uh, kind of interesting stuff, more or less. Um, first, uh, Rapunzel, uh, Disney's Rapunzel. Um, 
I think it's a 3D movie, isn't it? Because he wrote that it's a 2D movie, but I think it just looks like it's 2D. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be Glenn Keane's first 3D animated movie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, someone write us about that. Rapunzel movie, uh, Mandy Moore is going to voice Rapunzel. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and there's this other guy, Zachary Levi. He's uh, the star of the NBC show Chuck. I, I like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the one with the FBI guy who works at uh, like a computer store? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay. But he's going to voice the bandit that supposedly take her on an, uh, an exciting, exciting adventure. <laughs> Yes, you know, it's, it's not just a classic story with her and the hair and everything. It's it's uh that's probably just the beginning of the movie. I don't know. There's more than the hair. Yeah, <laughs> more than just the tower and the hair. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you remember when this is meant to be out? Uh, next year, I think. Okay. Next summer, something like that. Ooh. Maybe before that. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, postponed another year, or you know, you never know. So what was that? What else was on the list? Yeah, uh, there was some news about about uh, Toy Story. Uh, there was this um, Disney convention, or um, yeah, we talked about it briefly last week. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, in yeah. London, um, and um, Empire Magazine picked up some uh, some uh, stuff from from that little. Um, meeting i don't know what exactly what it was but uh <laughs> anyway it's Tim this T- huge seminar thingy we're not seminar but anyways okay okay so timothy dalton is gonna voice a toy porcupine called mr prickle pants now that's news for you Whew. yeah <laughs> and uh empire magazine describes uh describes a clip showed uh, in london um it says, uh, quote, clearly the toys end up being sent to a daycare center where where they are horribly abused by the little kids. And after that, that it's time for a breakout attempt to find a safe haven and hopefully a new owner in a cruel world. Sounds tough. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, the stuff that I read about Toy Story 3 is that it's, it seems to be a, a really good uh, good story. Yeah. It's, uh, it's gotten good uh, reviews on the stuff that's been revealed so far. It's probably going to be great. Looking As forward usual. to it. Yeah. Also, Pixar has uh, re- revealed the plot uh, for uh, Cars 2. It says the lead characters are Lightning McQueen and uh, Mater. Mater. And there's a new uh, new car thrown into the mix, an Aston Martin named Finn McMissile. McMissile? Um, according to Empire, Matt Mater is caught, caught up in a case of a mistaken identity and becomes embroiled in a huge spy thriller, uh, though nobody believes him. So it's basically a car version of North by Northwest? Yes. Amazing. And I'm not looking forward to this movie. I, I'm not sure I'm <laughs> going to see it even. <laughs> I really... Oh, the first one was so bad. I, it's a kid's movie. And I, I, I know uh, some nephews of mine, they adore the movie, but... Um, yeah. It's so boring. There's some great parts in it, but as a movie, oh. yeah. uh, there's also news about the beer, uh, the beer and the bow, <laughs> the beer, the bear and the bow. <laughs> I like a pint, please, and uh, some crisps yeah. to go with that. 
<laughs> Julie Walters uh, is going to voice an evil witch. Um, and a family of Scottish uh, royalty is voiced by Reese Witherspoon, who's playing Merida, which I presume is the princess. Emma Thompson voices the queen and Billy Connolly the king, and he's great. So and Emma Thompson is amazing. Yeah, this is is this two D or this is Disney or Pixar? This is Pixar. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a bit of news on the Winnie and Pooh movie. It uh, was revealed at this convention that the film will mimic the watercolor style of the books and will combine five unfilmed story stories for this plot. I remember also uh, reading somewhere that uh, they really wanted to go back to the original Oscar Emil, um, to the more uh, back to the original feel of uh, the books. Yeah, which, which I think is a, a good and clever idea. Yeah, but if you see the old uh, Winnie the Pooh movies, there was quite a few of them. Uh, they all have sort of that watercolor style, uh, at least the backgrounds. It's very simplistic, and uh, it's it's some of the more uh, simple movies that uh, Disney has done. I haven't seen the Winnie the Pooh, the Pooh movies in a long, long time, so I'm not gonna argue with you on that. I just seem to remember the the more recent stuff. If mm. I remember correctly, it it felt kind of cheap and uh, I haven't seen not, the not the at the same stuff. level as the early stuff. So this is good news. Other news are not so much news. It seems I always end up picking up uh, picking out stuff that I like more than actual news but anyways there's a commercial done by a, I'm, I reckon it's a Spanish studio called Two Three Loons or Dos Tres Lunes or something like that I don't know <laughs> anyways it's a it's a commercial like for a, a medical product called Neocitrin it's for kids and it's against lice <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's beautifully animated short and sweet and uh, there's also a behind the scenes clip worth checking out uh, they seem to be a really talented bunch of people and um I'll we'll post the link on our show notes and you should check it out because it's very well done. Cool. Have you seen it, by the way? No. No? Then you get the chance to look at some really sweet animation and a funny short. Brilliant. Um, uh, last uh, in today's <laughs> news, um, or- Oregon uh, Business News reports that uh, animation studio Leica uh, shuts down its uh, CG animation department to focus on stop motion. And this is uh, kind of a mixed bag because uh, it's great that they they'll actually focus on on stop motion because uh, what's the point on competing with uh, Pixar, Disney, uh, DreamWorks, uh, Blue Sky, you know, Sony, when they're so much better at doing stop motion. Uh, and they had a great success with the uh, Coraline. Uh, it had earnings uh, of uh, about 120 million worldwide, which is pretty good. Yeah, as I said, it's a, it's a mixed bag, and uh, the problem is that they had to lay off. And last December, they laid off um, 65 workers and scrapped the movie Jack and, the, and Ben's animated uh, adventure. They're down from 300 workers to 180 now, and they're just doing stop motion. But I think that's uh, that, that'll be more of a common thing throughout the industry that um, not that 3D is... It's not, not on a on its way uh, back but i think a lot of the studios want to do more traditional analog stuff if you will and um 
the 3D yeah. is going to suffer for that. I, just because it's been overhyped for a, for a while. Yeah. But also, it's I mean, it's such a tough industry. And uh, when you do ama- such amazing stuff as Coraline and uh, with Henry Selick on board, it's... Uh, He's great. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. What you said. <laughs> so this ends this week's animation conversation news. And now over to a little segment uh, where we, we'll talk about uh, Cartoon Forum. Because you're, uh, you're in Stavanger right now, aren't you, Morten? So we're here in beautiful Stavanger where the weather changes every five minutes. And the first day of Cartoon Forum is just over. It's been a busy day and it's going to be nice to get some rest. But that's for, um, for later. Anyways, um, it's... Um, Cartoon Forum's 20th anniversary. It's uh, supported by the media program of the European Union. And there's um, investors here with big names like Cartoon Network, BBC, Nickelodeon, uh, Canal Plus, Disney. And if my memory is correct, over the last 20 years, there's been um, cooperation between uh, 400 productions and the Cartoon Forum. So there's been that many pitches that have found uh, investors. So for those of you who don't know what Cartoon Forum is, I'll give you, a, I'll try and give you a short rundown of it. Basically, it's it's a, an annual European get together where people who want to pitch and sell their projects or get investment for them get the chance to do so. Um, you send in your scripts, pitches, pilots, episodes, and if you're lucky and it gets approved, then you get a slot, a pitching slot here at the Cartoon Forum. So today was the first day. Uh, it started off with um, a kind of a get-together breakfast uh, where they screen 20 seconds teasers from the different pitches that were going to be today. And then you basically choose which pitches you want to go to, and that's what you do for the next um, three, four hours. Now, there are um, three parallel screenings. You have to be kind of picky on which ones you choose to go to. Uh, The pitches are quite interesting because not only do they try and pitch you the stories, but also try and show you how they can actually market the the projects, how you can sell them with merchandising, how to tie them in with websites, toys, dolls, uh, cross-platforming. And it's uh, it's quite interesting to see how the different uh, companies try and pitch their projects and who actually do a successful pitch and who are not quite as successful. And the investors get to ask questions after the after the, the pitch is over. And it's quite interesting to hear what the, which remarks they have because they're usually pretty spot on on what wasn't as that clear during the presentation and if the characters lack personality or if what they say during the pitch doesn't quite come through in, in what they show. So it's an uh, interesting experience. After the pitching session, there's a, a lunch where you get to talk to people and sit down and uh, evaluate what you've seen so far. Um, and after that, there was a press conference where we um, got to talk to the different um uh, Institutes such as uh, Nordic Film and TV Funds, Norwegian Film Institute, NRK, um, Kristenvold University College, among others. And after the press conference, there was uh, some more pitches. And uh, so that was it, basically from 9 until uh, 4.30 this day. That's, that's what happened. And this is more or less what happens for the Thursday and Friday. So just to sum things up, I mean, it's been... Um, it's been really good fun uh, to be here in Stavanger. It's uh, it's a good experience, and it's it's fun to learn more of the business side um, as an animator. It's fun to see how the investors approach projects and what they look for and what their interests are. Um, it's uh, and it's funny to see um, 
both the creative creative side and the business side of the animation industry. Uh, it's a huge conference. I was really surprised about the scale of this, and uh, but it's been really it's really enjoyable, and I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. And if you ever have a chance to go as an animator, I really recommend uh, doing it. I know it's expensive, but uh, I think it's well worth uh, the time and money. You do really learn a lot. That I mean, the animation industry is basically equally as much work trying to get the money and the funding as it is to actually make the show or the shows. Um, yep. So that's it basically for me, Alan. Back to you. So back in the studio in Oslo, here's this week's classic movie review. And this week we saw The Three Caballeros from 1944, directed by Norman Ferguson for Walt Disney Pictures Animation Studio, blah, blah, blah. Arriba! Oh, a thousand pardons. Senor Donald, I would like to have you meet one of the most eccentric birds you have ever seen. His name is the Araquan. You'll find him most everywhere. Now, he's called the Araquan because of the peculiar song he sings, which sounds something like this. Did you know some birds are skilled craftsmen? Uh-uh. Yes, quite a builder is the little maraquito. His nest may look haphazard in design. Ah, but every single stick and straw is scientifically placed to withstand the stress and strain of... Well, <laughs> almost anything. Literally dotted are the shores of many tropical marshes with the brilliant plumage of the flamingo. <laughs> okay, I can try to give a really short recap of uh, the three caballeros. Caballeros? Please do. Uh, this is a really, really short version. Basically, Donald receives a birthday package from his friends in Latin America, and there are three, three gifts inside. And they all teach us and show us things about South America. First is a movie projector with uh, two films. Um, uh, one about a penguin from the South who wants to travel to a warmer environment, blah, blah, blah. And the other one about a uh, donkey, bird, ostrich. <laughs> it sounds really crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's two more presents. And they basically show you stuff about Brazil and Mexico. And there's a lot of song and dance numbers. Um, and that's a short recap of The Three Caballeros. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so uh, you know a bit about the story behind this movie, don't you? Well, we, I'm, I'm guessing since you put the question that way, this is related to the documentary that's out uh, right now, actually. Um, exactly. Which I can't remember the name of, but we talked about it recently on the show. Yeah. What are your thoughts on The, the Three Caballeros? Leros. Um, this is kind of a crazy package uh, <laughs> because it's not it's not it's not a traditional Disney movie. 
No, no, no. The, this is uh, this is interesting stuff because this is quite unlike anything you've ever seen from Disney, unless you've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, uh, <laughs> cleverly put. It's just a bunch of little jokes and uh, and clips and stories uh, thrown together, but it's thrown together in a pretty clever way. So it kind of works as a big soup of all kinds of ideas. Um, because that, there's a. There's yeah. a lot of great physical humor in the movie, and there's it's a lot of it's really uh, cleverly done. I mean, and it's yeah. it's it's quite entertaining. It does remind you of a of a just a Donald Duck short, uh, and except there's like five or six of them string together. Yeah, I I actually did I did a list of all the sequences Ooh. as I as I saw it, and uh, I'll, I'll just read the list for you. It's, sure. It's the sequence of uh, Pablo the pingu- penguin, as you men- mentioned. Yeah, and uh, there's the the songbird sequence and yes. the, the flying donkey sequence. Yeah, and there, then there's the musical. Uh, there's a musical sequence in there. You always need a musical sequence. Yeah, there's actually quite a few, but I, I named <laughs> this the musical sequence because it was the first one. And then there's the train sequence. Love that yeah. one. And uh, the next one is uh, is. Um, Kind of a mixed technique sequence uh, from Brazil with the uh, live, act- yeah, live action mixed yeah. with animation. Uh, and then there's the kaleidoscope sequence and the, the three caballeros sequence, the piñata sequence, the Mexico uh, sequenced yeah. sequence um, where they also used mixed techniques. Sounds like someone's been smoking quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and this is where it starts to get kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of pre hippie. When I never thought yeah. about it in that sense before, but it actually kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah feels it like that. Uh, there's the Villa Cruz sequence with a really great song and then some dancing and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's the beach sequence, which is just a bunch of half naked women running around. Can't complain with that. Yeah, they're really selling uh, South America for all it's worth. Uh, in this movie <laughs> and uh, then there's the song with the superimposed lady yep uh, which was a major hit at the time uh, I can't remember the name of the song I didn't uh, bother to look it up uh, fair, fair enough yeah and then you get the crazy acid uh, pill popping sequence <laughs> <laughs> which is really cool and uh, I I, I I'm guessing they probably named it uh, Donald's Dream or something like that internally because it's um, it's Donald just going berserk, and um, then there's the bull sequence and then it's uh, the happy ending. Yes. So a lot of sequences is not, and it was kind of hard to uh, to uh, name them because they all. Uh, <laughs> Had a lot of similarities to them, like yeah, and you don't really notice when one is done and the next one starts, and yeah, yeah. But I want to mention the Pablo, <laughs> uh, Pablo the penguin sequence because that's that's something really special for me because I've never seen this before. But I I used to have a little book, uh, one of those small Aww. books with the <laughs> with the sequences from Disney movies. Yeah, uh, it's it's sort of a it's it's sort of a recap of uh, a movie in a really short <laughs> format for kids. Yeah. And that was with I, the penguin. And that was with the penguin. And I've uh, I'm sure I've read this book a hundred times when I was a kid, and I absolutely loved it. And uh, it was really cool to see it animated for the first time. It's funny you should mention that because um, when Donald gets the present and uh, there's a movie projector with um, 
with two uh, movies for him to watch. And it reminds reminded me of my own birthday parties when I was a kid because my dad used to rent those. Uh, before VHS, he could rent those movie projectors and mm. different reels with Donald Duck shorts. Super and, 8. Yeah, and we used to watch that on my birthday parties. And this kind of gave me a flashback to that. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's... I actually really enjoy the music, and, and uh, it's so funny to see the live action, live uh, live actors with the dancing. Yeah, because you just realize there's so much has changed during the last sixty years. <laughs> uh, but it's really sweet and fun, and um, yeah, it, it feels kind of dated definitely. in a way. But I, yeah. I think there's some really interesting designs and, and color choices, and I know Mary Blair worked on on this one, and oh. uh, also Ward Kimball, I know, did. Uh, was one of the lead animators on this, and that would explain some of the crazy Donald Duck animation. Yeah, and this is one of the few uh, movies uh, I've seen with uh, where f- f- uh, Freddie Moore, uh, Moore uh, animated stuff. I I have no idea which sequences he did, but uh, he was just a great uh, influence on the whole Disney style. Um, but uh, yeah, as I said, it feels a bit dated, and not everything is uh, equally entertaining. But no. all in all, it's uh, it's not bad. No, no, no. There's, there's a. I, it's again one of those movies where there's great sequences in it. Um, I, I'm not sure I'd watch the whole movie again. I mean, there's a lot of great reference in this movie. There's a lot of great. By that I mean stuff worth framing through and checking out. And and there's some of it's really, really imaginative and uh, smartly done. Uh, yeah. But I, I also find it tedious at times, the movie. Um, yeah. Um, but still, it's a thumbs up. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, and it's, it's fun. But um, just to get uh, finish off with the rating, I'd put this between uh, South Park and An American Tale. Okay, so that's your number six? Two, four. Yeah, that would be my number six so far. Yeah. Um,. I'm not quite sure where I should put this. Number one. And it's not my number one. I'm Mr. Sure. Aladdin in fifth place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm just, I'm going to place it right between Kiriko and the Black Cauldron. Do you actually like this more than the Black Cauldron? That's surprised. I'm surprised by that. Okay. You know, you know, you can't change your mind afterwards, right? That's the big problem with this list. It's really hard. <laughs> You're screwed. If... Okay, um, next week we're going to review up. It's finally at cinemas in Norway, and I can hardly wait. Are we going to see the 3D glasses or the non-3D glasses? And we're going to see the Norwegian one or the English one? I I really want to see the English one and the non-3D glasses. Yes. Good. Uh, yeah, I I'm so fed up with the 3D whole 3D thing. Yeah, it's, anyways, we've talked about take this it. so many times before. But, we, uh, we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> and also next week, hopefully, we'll have more Cartoon Forum related stuff Yeah, for you to check out. Hopefully, if, hopefully a few uh, interviews yeah. with the people that yeah, are... If, if they don't run yeah. away and I don't blow away, it's uh, we'll have something to show. Cool. So the, so the only thing left is to round up this week's ACP. Yes, and as you might have guessed, we'll be back next week with more news and animation-related stuff. And as always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash acpnews. And please leave us a voicemail on Skype. Our username is animationconversation, one word. I know I've asked you this question before, but have, have we received a voicemail yet? Uh, no. 
This is going to be, end up being like our uh, oh, and we didn't have time for Matt Damon as on the Jimmy Kimmel live show. <laughs> yeah, and if you feel we're doing a good job and you want to support us, you can do that by pushing the donate button on our site. Kitching. You can email us at feedback at animationconversation.com for tips. Don't forget to read our show notes where we put all the links related to this show and our web address is, as always, animationconversation.com. That's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly. And until next time, have fun and animate. Dun, dun, dun. Ching! <laughs>